This week's podcast is given over to the findings from the recent Edgar Player survey, which was distributed to 1,000 players in October 2019 and was open for three weeks. This episode will explain to you some of the findings that are very revealing and will help Edgar to ensure our direction of travel is relevant for the players who use all the Edgar services. It was earlier in 2019 we conducted a similar survey of the 30 members which we had at the time and today we are 31 and more of this a little bit later. Likewise we have used the findings of this survey to ensure that we meet our members needs. This week Edgar spoke at the Golf Course Association of Europe's conference which was entitled the European Golf Business Conference and Tech Show which was held in Cascais, Portugal. Edgar had been invited to do a session on the opportunities for the golf industry around golf for the disabled. And you'll hear a snippet of that presentation. And finally, we're able to reveal Edgar's newest member, which is the Ukraine Golf Federation. So let's get to another full episode of the Golfers First podcast. The Edgar Player Survey is a formal way for the players to tell us how we're doing and helps all those involved in the association to working towards improving our standards. In total, 262 players responded, 86% of which had golf handicaps of 28 or below, and just 12% of the respondents identified as female. Three age groups dominated the respondents, with 76% between the ages of 40 and 69. Respondents to the survey were totally anonymous. This type of survey tends to garner more true data as players cannot be identified by name, location or IP address. Edgar has conducted previous surveys and although we are trending in the right direction with an overall average in the latest survey having a satisfaction score of 78%, there's certainly some room for improvement. Even though Edgar is a volunteer-based workforce, we're taking measures to deal with the most common areas for dissatisfaction, which in order were speed of response, quicker updating of the website, and better general communication of news to players. And this podcast is just one example of how we're trying to respond. When it came to competition, 81% of respondents stated that they would recommend an Edgar-approved event to a friend, and just 4% of players were against the open golf philosophy that Edgar has operated since the year of its inception some 20 years ago. There were some suggestions to adjust the eligibility of players, which included some segregation and restriction of certain groups of players, along with the introduction of senior events. Edgar's policy is to be as inclusive as possible, and six years ago we set up the Access Series to be just that. The Edgar eligibility team is constantly working on the definitions of impairment to ensure that we maintain the most level playing field possible. While on the subject of competition, 70% of respondents were in favour of teams being made up by players with different impairments, and so we'll now look into how this can perhaps be implemented as we go forwards. Shorter tees for senior players was considered a good suggestion by 62% of the respondents, But to keep this in context, we should recognise that 25% were aged between 60 and 69. The three rankings were seen by 78% of the respondents as being very positive, and we had 93 pieces of feedback in which five people suggested different disability rankings, four suggested different teeing grounds based on disability, and three advocated different rankings for women and men. 
As for eligibility, support for fast-tracking applications for WR4GD passes for players with amputation or spinal lesion was widespread, and 72% agreed that this was a good process. So plenty of feedback for Edgar to chew on. This review started in the third week of January as our heads of department eligibility tournaments and development came together for a one-day meeting and to discuss how we can keep the association moving forward with the wishes of our members and players in mind. Kashkai was the venue for last week's Golf Course Association of Europe conference entitled the European Golf Business Conference and Tech Show. Edgar had been invited to do a session on the opportunities for the golf industry around golf for the disabled, and the riveted audience had the chance to get an idea of the size of the potential market, what it would mean to the industry, and how they could help open the doors of their facilities to more players with disability, and so encourage more participants into the game of golf. Here's just a snippet. Thank you for the introduction. Tiger Woods stands on a platform on the banks of the River Yarrow in Melbourne. If you can just picture that scene for a moment. Tiger's got his sandwich in his hand. He's 65 metres away to the flag. He settles for the first of two balls that he'll attempt to hit onto a floating green. Twice he dumps the ball in the water. And now it's the turn of 40-something-year-old Shane Luke, sales rep from Sydney. He strides up to the tee. Shane is shy by nature, but he settles, and then... You're going to take it off. It's a good strike. It's going to get down. Good. Settle down just a little bit. It's in off. Oh, it's in off. It's coming in. Hey. Around 150 golf course owners, managers, and some federation representatives, along with others, were present. And after the session, which went down very well, I was joined on stage and Edgar was presented with a recognition award for our contribution to golf development by the Golf Course Association Europe. It was a complete surprise as I had no inkling what was happening. And although I accepted the award on behalf of Edgar, it is recognition of all of those who give their time, skills, knowledge and dedication to the association. The upcoming Edgar Profile, Tough Love and Second Chances, features Chris Young from Sydney in Australia. Here's a short snippet from the show, which will be available from Wednesday the 12th of February at edgargolf.com forward slash profiles, where you can listen to and read Chris's story. Um, so I just said to my wife, I said, look, I'm going to go to the hospital. I need to get some painkillers for this. I can't, you know, when you're just so uncomfortable, you yeah. can't do anything. And... Um, and she said, oh, stay in bed, I'll call an ambulance. So I said, don't be silly, it's nothing. And don't wake up the neighbours at this time of night, I'll just drive. So I drove myself to hospital. And I actually drove to a smallish hospital and some people afterwards questioned why I went to a small hospital that probably maybe couldn't, you know, didn't have the best facilities. And I said, because I knew I could park right next to the emergency <laughs> department so I could <laughs> get in and out quickly. But, um, yeah, so I remember that night clearly and I remember pacing up and down in the emergency room. Is that what you call it in England, an emergency room? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and, um, yeah, and I was very uncomfortable. I'd sit down and then I'd get uncomfortable, so I'd walk up and down, then I'd get uncomfortable, so I'd sit down. And after waiting for about three hours, they finally saw me, um, which was the early hours of, of Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. Um, yeah, and by Monday morning, 
I had to go into emergency surgery for what's known as a fasciotomy. So I developed something called compartment syndrome in my left leg, um, which is a build-up of pressure. Um, and if they didn't release the pressure, it could have been fatal. So I had to have that done straight away. And um, I remember I was very confused and I was a bit sedated at the time, but I remember being rolled into the surgery and they said, now you do realise you might not survive this surgery or you might not wake up for a very long time. And I think the last things I said before they put me under was, well, don't tell my wife because <laughs> I didn't want her to be worried. You can also listen to the show on your favourite podcast provider under the name Tough Love and Second Chances Edgar. The Ukraine Golf Federation is Edgar's newest member and I caught up with the General Secretary, Volodymyr Pilipenko. This is what he had to say. It's interesting to hear about your philosophy in the, Euro- the Ukraine Golf Federation to have a, an open game, a, an inclusive game. So how did that mm-hmm. come about? Mm-hmm. I think, uh, for first of all, uh, you have to know that Ukrainian Golf Federation and another new president and new board are very serious about the golf development in Ukraine now. And, uh, of course, another main aim of the of Ukrainian Golf Federation, and it's written in our strategic plan, is to make golf inclusive. So we are serious about not only developing golf as a game, but to make it inclusive. Uh, in Ukraine, there are a lot of kind of sports that are inclusive sports, but not golf. We have a lot of uh, world championship in uh, disabled sports like uh, uh, winter sports, summer sports, and we want to make the golf inclusive game because we have a lot of uh, around three million disabled people. So we will. What we will have? Uh, we will have a number of golfers, and uh, we will have a big growing number of uh, junior golfers senior golfers, uh, disabled golfers, they will all play golf together because uh, the part of our strategic plan is that golf is a game for everybody. So, all that remains for me to say is, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Golfers First Edgar podcast. If you did, I'd be delighted to hear from you. If you'd like to know more about Edgar or keep up with what we're doing, then you can find us on social media where we are on Facebook at European Disabled Golf Association. On Instagram, we are Edgar underscore golf. And on Twitter, we can be found at Edgar Golf. If you're feeling generous, then please feel free to give us a five-star review on your favourite podcast provider. And if you're not feeling quite so generous, then please let us have your comments on how we can improve the podcast by sending a note to podcasts at edgargolf.com. <laughs>